When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Brian Hux. Back Row Show Bandits! Here we are, it's your boy, the B-League says again. For the fourth and final time, I know what you're thinking. Thank God. Bring the boys back. Get rid of this hack. I know. I'm beating my head on the table too. It's okay. I don't take offense to it. Let's just get on with it. Today, Fantasy Impact. Hashtag Fantasy Impact. We are moving on. We are kicking on into the running backs now. I left this one last. Generally because, one, at this time of year, preseason. There's a little bit more volatility because when these guys go down, they are out. And hi, Jarek McKinnon, what's up? Uh, but this normally happens at this time of the year, every time of the year. And I kind of just want to put this off, but it's been a strange year, hasn't it? Let's face it. So uh, we can talk about them a little bit earlier. And, and again, I know you're drafting either this week, during the week, next week, whatever it may be closer to. I, I would say if you're smart, as close to the season starting as possible. It's not like a lot of people are gathering to do this in public places anyway, so probably easier if you just stay at home and do it. Or don't, go out, get drunk, make your picks. What do I care? No judgment, whatever, but still. Uh, today we're doing running backs and we're looking again over the 2019 ADP and how players ended up and, and where they're really situated in 2020 just so you can figure out whether or not you're buying too high or you you know there may be a guy that's down further Further in the uh, the ranks that you might want to pick up as well. It's up Naheem Hines. It's happening. It's finally happening. But still, uh, there, there are those guys that we can go and grab and pick up as the season goes along or from your draft or what it may be. Uh, so who climbed the most? Uh, Austin Eckler. How about we start there? Melvin Gordon decided to hold out until he saw that Austin Eckler was the better running back. And then he nicked off at the end of the year. He's off to Denver now, and Austin Eckler got paid. Not, not Melvin Gordon, who, you know, threatened to hold out and hold out, and then, oh, yeah, running backs, they're replaceable, and they're, they're generally better. And <sighs> Sad face for Melvin Gordon. But still, Austin Eckler came out of nowhere, and in the time that he was away, what, he was like doing 25, 30 points a game? Running back three, running back four. Austin Eckler was going bonkers at the start of the year. He was... It was ridiculous. Melvin Gordon comes back. He's like, well, maybe I can play the rest of the year. Maybe maybe I'll come back and do something. And then, yeah, he didn't really do much. He was fine. Eckler still stood out. Uh, so, you know, Eckler now, you know, and you know what? He finishes, what, in the top 10, I guess. And, you know, he was like RB29 last year. So he's an RB29 last year, finishes in the top 10 for running backs you know, top five or six, I think it was. He went absolutely bananas. And he got paid. Now, they still have Justin Jackson 
you know, and he's now looking at the RB55 in the 12th. And they did draft a guy, and by all reports, out of Chargers camp, Josh Kelly. Now, UCLA product, they got him late. He's the RB62 at the moment in the 14th. Now, I have Kelly in every team that I'm in. Well, I don't care. I, I think he's a fantastic prospect. I also have him in every team that I have Austin Eckler. All right? Now, I, I'm, he's going to stay on my taxi squads. I don't care. But this is redraft, and I'm not sure I'm dropping a pick on uh, on Josh Kelly in the 14th anyway in redraft, no matter what. But Austin Eckler was an absolute stud. He, does, he deserved every cent he got. And that's not the same Melvin Gordon did. not he ended up getting paid in Denver, but it's not the same. Uh, Raheem Mostert. Raheem Mostert? Mostert. Mostert. Whatever. He was virtually undrafted last year in fantasy football in 2019, and he finishes the wide receiver 29, right? Now, that doesn't sound great, but he probably won you a lot of championships. He came off the waiver wire from San Fran. Matt Breida was hurt. Tevin Coleman was hurt. Jeff Wilson got hurt. Some other curtain jerker got hurt. It doesn't matter. Mostert come in, and he went bananas. Uh, and now, obviously, you know, David McKinnon coming back. Coleman's there. Breida nicked off to Miami. Uh, you know, but from week 12 on, he was, what, the RB8 with a healthy 17.8 points per game. That's in PPR. The guy's not known for pass catching. So, you know, he's the RB26. He's in the fifth round. He's like a poor man's Derrick Henry. That's how you got to look at him. All right. I, th I think if you're expecting him to outproduce that even more, eh, prob probably not. Not in PPR. He's probably around that 15, 16 points a game. And you'll take that from something you're getting in the fifth. He could even be your first wide receiver if you're one of these zero RB zealots. That, that could be something that you grab but and start with. And you might end up building back with that with a carry on later. But, you know, or, or Naheem Hines or, or whatever. Whoever's there. It doesn't really matter. But he, he had a decent end of the season. And he obviously gutted the Packers. He, he, he destroyed them. What he had? 220 yards of 29 carries. What? Three, four touchdowns. Killed the Packers. Took their soul so much that they've changed everything about themselves to match the 49ers. Not, not to accentuate what they're good at. You know, a world-class quarterback that can throw it better than most. Nah, we're going to follow the 49ers because Raheem Mustet killed us. Yeah, that's that's what's going to happen. So, you know, that's another rant, whatever. Uh, who dropped the most? Look, the reality is Saquon Barkley didn't produce that RB1 value. Now, I do remember coming on the back row show last year to talk about the Giants, and they said, who's going to be the biggest drop? I said Barkley because I don't think he can return RB1 value. I still don't think he can return RB1 value, all right? And I'm the Giants guy here. Look, he was on track for, what, 260, what, rushing attempts over 16 games? Obviously, he got hurt, had the high ankle. But 260 attempts, 270, that's Leonard Fournette territory, RB6. He finishes the RB10. He dropped six points per game from 24 as a rookie. He went, was, what, like 18 points a game? What did Mustard have? Mustard had 17.6 going four or five rounds later. Look, Barkley's going to bounce back. You're probably taking him as the RB2, three or four. He's going to have a monster season. I get it, but I'm not sure he's that guy. It's McCaffrey, 101, and then everyone else. McCaffrey, he, he nearly doubled. What, he was like six points off doubling Barkley for the year in his points per game. 30 points per game to 18. Come on. It's a big, big difference right there. Uh, so yeah, that, that's going on there. I think we also looked at Le'Veon Bell, fresh start. What's he going to look like in a new uniform? His music's not great, but still he's being productive. And that's what we want our guys to be productive. 
No, he was brutal. He's, he was... I mean, the Jets were terrible, but... You know, you kind of hoped, you know, that hold out, that whole Steelers end of the season thing, and then everything that followed from that, you kind of thought maybe, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe he was going to have a good season for the Jets, and, and he just didn't. Uh, the injury bug, I know this sounds funny, it bit Jordan Howard. I know. Weird. But look, the guy was a top producing running back. While he was there in Philadelphia, he kept Miles Sanders pretty much on the bench. Jordan Howard was really good. And now he's in Miami. He's, what, him and Matt Breida, we've spoken about that before. Look, both both are going to be in a one-two punch, I think. Uh, Jordan Howard, and look, they're going late enough. Howard, RB34 in the seventh. Matt Breida, RB38 in the eighth. Look, both take whoever falls to you. If someone grabs Howard, look, you can take Breeder. One of the two of them is going to do it. I'd probably prefer to lean on Breeder. I'm a, I think he's a bit more electric, a bit more powerful. Uh, you know, but that's that's fine. Uh, whatever's your flavor on that one. But, you know, they could both be bargain buys ahead. on Johnson is the weirdest unit out there. This guy, at the start of last year, was like, I'm not a bell cow running back. And this year, he's already professed his love for his knee brace. I don't know what to make of that. That could just be him having fun with the media and breaking everyone's heart in the meantime. So much so that Detroit went and got the second running back off the board after Hilaire. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire went, what, what, 132? A few picks later was DeAndre Swift. They didn't wait around much longer. They And Swift is fantastic. Forget, forget who was, I kind of think, the best Look, Taylor's amazing. Dobbins is amazing. Akers showed he can play. Hilaire's going to be in a great situation. I think as an absolute... I, I kind of think he's the best running back in this class, DeAndre Swift. That's my opinion. All right? And I think Detroit got a steal. They're almost... I don't like... I do it. I do it a lot. I say poor men's... There are poor men's Kamara and Latavius Murray at this point. I think. And carry on Johnson, funnily enough is now in Latavius Murray uh, territory. Uh, Murray's going a spot ahead of him as the RB42. on Johnson's RB43. And Swift is in that, uh, what, fifth round, sixth round, RB29. He's going before Jordan Howard. If you had the choice of reaching for Swift or going for Howard, I think that's, uh, that's a no-brainer as well. Uh, but what do we think about with 2020? All right, with our ADP and what else is going on. What are you going to do with the Buccaneers? Every every year. This happens every single year. Go back to Doug Martin. He's going to be this... The Duggernaut. The muscle hamster. He's going to be this guy that everyone gets on. And Doug Martin's going to get fed because the Bucs are this amazing offense. Sure. Cool. Every year we hear this. Oh, we got Ronald Jones and everyone's comping him to Jamal Charles because he's got dreads and he's quick. Yeah. Whatever. Right, they, they go and grab Keyshawn Vaughn. They've got LaShawn Murray now and Dario Ogunbowale, you know, special teams captain who's, you know, been working out with Brady all offseason. Look, I think they're all in a bit of trouble and they all have the chance for opportunity as well. I think Ronald Jones... And look, you got to look... And this is such a lazy comparison because it's Tom Brady, but they've, they've got four running backs who have four roles. Rex Burkhead was the change of pace guy. So is LaShawn McCoy. 
They have James White, who is the hands guy. That'll be Keyshawn Vaughn. They had the guy that did the hard work, like Sony Michelle getting hit every week. That'll be Ronald Jones. Do I think he's going to get to 1,000 yards? No. Do I think he has 10 touchdowns in him? Yeah, I do. I think he's going to be that goal line guy, short down guy. He's going to get those heavy yards. That's what I think is going to happen. And that's fine. That's fine. You know, you know, he's going, what, RB28 range? Again, one spot later is DeAndre Swift. So if you had to pick between Ronald Jones in a clear committee, don't say that word, it's a bad word, committee. The C word's a bad word. Oh, I don't like the C word. Or DeAndre Swift in a one-two tandem. I'd probably lean DeAndre Swift. That's just me, though. Uh, who can make a leap out of nowhere? You know, it's, it's one of those things. Like, you got to look for this because it happens every year, right? Because remember, James Conner won everyone leagues. Like, you know, because Le'Veon Bell sat out. I look for that. I'm a vulture, whatever. I, you know, it doesn't matter. It is what it is. Top RB is going to sit out. Top RB wants a new contract. Backup RB in camp is doing well. And that's what I kind of look for. And look, Alexander Madison is always a name to look out for. Obviously with Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook's reported he's going to play, but still... That's got to be in the back of your mind if you're a cook owner. Mike Boone's an even cheaper option that you can look at. And Boone looked as good as Madison and he's going to cost, cost twice as less. The name that I think everyone should look for, and this sucks as someone that has Joe Mixon everywhere, is Travion Williams out of A&M from a year ago. He got drafted to the Bengals. I liked Williams last year, Travion Williams. They also drafted Rodney Anderson. Rodney Anderson's now out of Cincinnati. Travion Williams, he's quick. He can cut. And when he gets away, he is gone. I don't see that. Mixon's more, he's got more technician about him. He can, you know, he's very hard to stop when he makes those cuts, but Williams is just power and pace too. So I look at a guy like Travion Williams. Uh, what is he, like the current RB90? The running back 90, there's like literally a lot of other players in front of him that are probably much, much worse in worse positions. Like I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the guy behind Mixon. Because if Mixon decides to sit, he still hasn't... Stayed. He's got migraines now. He hasn't been at training, right? Migraines. Okay. Migraines. Sure. I know they're working out a contract. It sounds like they're going to get something done, but week one is two weeks away. You know, they got to they trek. I think they, they're away at LA against the Chargers. Do you really want to miss, mess that up? No. So if you are a Mixon guy and you have Mixon and you're drafting Mixon, that 15th, 16th pick in your redraft... You know, you don't have to draft a kicker or a defense, right? Like, if that's the sort of league that you're in, don't. Just grab Williams and pick up whatever defense or kicker to stream that week. Give yourself the security until you know. That's all I'm saying. Uh, rookies that stand out, look, everyone's on Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Now, I get it. I get it. He's going to be put in a space. He's going to be put in position to succeed. Look, Cam Akers is fantastic. We still don't know what that Rams O-line is. That, that, that could be anything. You look at, you know, again, Swift in that position. That could be anything. You look at Keyshawn Vaughn. That could be anything. Dobbins. He still has Mark Ingram then. Gus Edwards is there. Lamar Jackson's still there. You know, the guy that, you know, was the MVP. Jukes, everyone. He would have been, what, the RB8 last year. Lamar Jackson would have been, what, the RB8 last year as a quarterback. 
and now you throw Dobbins into that. Look, Hilaire is going to be put in position to succeed. Uh, it's even more clearer now that Damian Williams opted out. DeAndre Washington's a name, but eh. For how many weeks? It's like that, you know, that whole issue last year with Todd Gurley. Oh, Darrell Henderson's there and Malcolm Brown. And Malcolm Brown, like, has one week, week one, and that's it. That could be what happens in Kansas. The, the problem that I have with the whole Kansas thing is they aren't rushing the ball like you think they are. Now, they were, what, since Mahomes has come in, the 23rd overall ranked uh, rushing team for attempts. And the following year when they win the Super Bowl, what, the 27th? And there was, look, 2018 was the whole Kareem Hunt debacle. And Damian Williams comes in and he pulls a Raheem Mostert and wins people leagues. Hi, Jason. What's up? Jerk. Uh, and then obviously last year they had they had Damian Williams and, and LaShawn McCoy and it was just a mess. Obviously the clarity is there with Hilaire. We can say that, Right. Again, I go back to the whole Barkley thing. How many rushing attempts do you think that's going to be? Because last year it was, what, 220 for Kansas? What, because they drafted the guy in the first round. At the end of the first round, all of a sudden after winning a Super Bowl, they're going to change their own, the whole ethos. Andy Reid's going to, you know what? We got the rookie. We're going to run it now. We're going to change everything that we believe at Mahomes. We just paid you 400, 500 mil. You don't have to throw it anymore. We got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and that's it. We're just going to run it. First down, second down, third down, fourth down until you just run it in. Because that's kind of how it sounds at the moment if, if you listen to the noises. No, listen. He could have those 240 carries and that's still what? RB, RB8, RB9 territory and that's fine. Is he going to be put in position for those uh, receptions? Yes. But Kareem Hunt, you look at the RB1 in Kansas like the last couple of years, was it 50 targets a season? The upside is there for him to be a top five running back. I don't deny that. I never will. I'm not stupid, right? Like, I feel pretty good. I'm not stupid. No, I'm not. No. But at the same time, I kind of see this kid being blown up because it's convenient. A play- Look, this, this is the legit thing. Four of those Kansas guys are going to go in the first two rounds. Oh, Lair's going to go 106. You can have Tyreek Hill 110. You could then go have Travis Kelsey as the one, uh, the the two five, and you could go get Mahomes at the back of the second. Four Kansas guys within the first two rounds, and you're hoping they produce like they have. I get it. We should hope for that. It can happen, and that's all well and good. But at the same time, that's that's a lot. Kelsey Hill, Hardman to step up year two. Sammy Watkins had 90 targets last year. There's, you can feed anyone you want, as often as you want. They can throw it as much as they want. But I still think that rushing upside is a little bit capped and they have a bit of a back room there as well. I'm just saying, again, if you know Dalvin Cook's playing a full year, you're taking Dalvin Cook over him. That's what I'm saying. For me, I'm even maybe leaning more Miles Sanders too. That That's just me. I, I could be wrong. Their, their, their line, offensive line, took a bit of a hit the last couple of days in fill-in. I get that too. But at the same time, like... Is he in that first two rounds? Yeah, but would I feel great about it? I don't know. Maybe maybe I'd take Adams. Maybe I'd take Julio. Julio never fails. Uh, maybe that's where I'm. Maybe I'm losing my mind. Maybe I've done too many of these podcasts and maybe I need to shut up and maybe it's time for me to go. Anyway, I am the B-League says. You can catch my articles for the Back Row Fantasy Show, hashtag Fantasy Impact every other week and every week when the season starts and for goingfor2.com, game plan for the week and podcasts. 
New York Giants podcast at Back Row Giants. Coming to you is very, very soon. Now that the season's just around the corner, that's going to happen a lot more frequently as well. But until then, enjoy your public holiday. Maybe this will get released Monday or Tuesday and this will make no sense. But whatever, stay safe. Come on, kill drive. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.